the uranium sale to Russia and the way it was done so underhanded with tremendous amounts of money being passed, I actually think that's Watergate modern age. Wow, so you got that one. So you got the, the dossier and collusion on whose side and the arraignment. Violation of specific election laws, yeah. Which, uh, you know... Uh, it would appear by both sides. Yeah, and which, which each side at various times has claimed is awful or, or nothing, right. depending on who was being accused at the time. And then you've got the FBI's role in this whole thing. Poor Comey, who is one of the all-time punching bags, at various times being accused of being part of the Republican Party or part of the Democratic Party or part of the Republican Party again, mm. uh, you know, uh, hated, hated or loved, back and forth, or 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 was he was he working to help somebody, or was he just called him as he see him and just made a mess of things? I don't know. I don't know either. I used to think I know, but uh, knew, but uh, now I don't. Was he unwittingly a tool of the Russians in a way? Buying Because uh, remember, know. he went to Trump's he went to Trump's office, right, and sat down with Trump and said, It's my job to let you know that this this story is floating around out there. As the FBI director. This this R- Russian stuff, a lot of it just completely I mean, as fanciful as anything could be. Right. Right. So we're going to get a uh, rundown on what's going on. Yes, we are. Best we can. Yes, we can. Eventually. Yeah. Steve Nelson of the Washington Examiner. He's uh, one of their esteemed reporters. Joins us now. Uh, Steve, how are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. So uh, lay out the facts as best uh, as you understand them, Steve. Where is the whole who worked on the dossier situation right now? So uh, we, we know who worked on the dossier. Yeah, it's uh, former British spy Christopher Steele. Uh, the big mystery is who paid him. And uh, earlier this week, uh, numerous outlets confirmed that the Hillary Clinton uh, presidential campaign and the Democratic National Committee uh, paid him. Uh, before that, there was also a mysterious initial uh, Republican donor uh, whose identity is still unknown. But the big development is uh, the involvement of Clinton and the DNC, uh, which was uh, theorized, and uh, uh, it wasn't really, though, known in quite as solid a detail uh, until this week, though. So what do we know about the involvement of uh, Clinton's people in the DNC, all of whom deny everything? or have been denying everything strenuously and sanctimoniously for a year. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. The uh, attorney who agreed on behalf of Clinton and the DNC to continue funding the uh, dossier, um, he, he denied it <laughs> to uh, reporters uh, throughout the year. But um, uh, basically what happened is uh, the Clinton campaign and the DNC uh, they paid this law firm uh, millions of dollars. Uh, they disclosed it as legal services, and uh, then um, then the law firm in turn paid Fusion GPS, which paid uh, Steele, who assembled the dossier. Right. So um, just just so folks understand that, so the Clinton campaign it can't pay. 
um, foreign nationals to do oppo research. It's illegal. And so what they did, and presumably, I'm not sure the trail with the earlier uh, Republicans who were, who were trying to get oppo research on Trump, but so the Clinton campaign, the DNC, hires a law firm, and they say, yeah, it's for, for legal counsel, you know, compliance issues, filling out forms, that sort of thing. And they pay this law firm millions and millions of dollars. The law firm hires this Steele fellow, the former British agent who was, uh, he was, uh, uh his job was studying the Russians and working with the Russians. Um, they hire him to collect dirt on Trump, and it's almost without doubt that he worked with the Russians to collect this dirt. So the Clintons obscured, obfuscated, or defrauded uh, the FEC on who they hired for what, and they worked with foreign nationals, which is illegal. Is that a fair assessment, Steve? Well, there are uh, two uh, potential criminal issues for uh, the Clinton campaign and Democrats regarding this. There's the issue of uh, working with foreigners, and then there's the separate issue of disclosure and whether it's allowed to uh, disguise uh, the intent of uh, these payments. Uh, the, the issue with uh, paying a foreigner uh, involving them in an election, that, that is um, a theory that a, a prominent Republican lawyer floated yesterday, Cleta Mitchell, uh, and she got some backing, but also a lot of pushback from other attorneys who said that, uh, you know, you can tr- Donald Trump can buy campaign hats from China. That's fine. Uh, she, she argues that it's it's very much different when you're basically uh, involving someone in, in a personal matter, ra- 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 a personal capacity rather than just buying merchandise. But then there's that issue, and then there's the disclosure issue, uh, and uh, attorneys say that there might be an issue. You know, describing this as legal fees when in fact you're you're buying opposition research. Um, so someone close to the Clinton campaign, though, um, pushed back on on that theory yesterday, telling me that uh, this is uh, that quote lawyers supervise research like this all the time. So we can expect that line of um, reasoning going forward. There's been an FEC complaint filed already alleging that the campaign uh, wrongfully uh, concealed uh, the true nature of these payments. But, of course, we've got the opening salvo from the Clinton camp firing back saying that, no, you know, this is just, you know, what law firms do. It's just part of normal business. Just we're, from we're have to see where that goes. Just from a reporter's perspective, do you feel like there's a lot more to come on this story? Well, there, there certainly seems to be. And uh, the, the, the matter of the GOP donor is something that we're going to be hearing about. Uh, if it doesn't come out, Jeb, soon, we're going to be we, we think it's tomorrow. Jeb. We have no sources. We have nothing to base it on. We just think it was Jeb. You know, I also have no sources, but, uh, you know, this, it kind of feels like <laughs> no sources on this particular identity. Uh, but uh, It's got it, a jeb smell to it. That's what you're trying to stay, <laughs> it, stay it, feel, it, feels, it feels like people know who it is. Donald Trump himself said, you know, he has someone in mind. So it, it seems like something that maybe is not such a secret. Maybe it's a bit of an open secret, like uh, Clinton's funding of this effort, mm. uh, which was confirmed this week. We're, we're have to see. <laughs> we're hey, we're have to see what your theory. Hey, is. have you heard the actual joke that George H. W. Bush had been telling women before he touches their butt? Have you heard the actual joke? <laughs> I, you know, I, I read it. <laughs> the, the David Copperfield joke. Oh boy! Oh, As a reporter, boy. do you think that's funny? <laughs> Gosh. Steve, don't comment. <laughs> don't, on that. don't don't get your idea. Steve Nelson, Washington Examiner reporter. Steve, it's good to talk to you. Thanks, man. All right. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. So, uh, listen, this is crazy. You have the the failed New York Times senior White House correspondent Maggie Haberman 
and reporter Kenneth Vogel, who's one of their top guys, slamming Hillary's campaign and the DNC, saying they lied about funding for the so-called Trump dossier. When that, I try- that is something. The, the New York freaking Times, right, who's right. been all over this collusion story. Oh, yeah. They're left to Bernie Sanders. But reporters don't like being lied to. No, they, they do and hate manipulated. that. They do hate right. that. Uh, says Vogel, when I tried to report this story, Clinton campaign lawyer, um, Marcel Elias, uh, Elias, Marcel Elias, I think, um, oh, Mark Elias, I see, don't run the name together, I did, that's the one thing about the at with the Twitter, it's got to be rammed together, and it's your screen name. What's the person's name? I have the trouble with hashtags. I think everybody should capitalize every word. Well, you're supposed to. I Please, am... it's just common decency. Mm. Anyway, uh, when I tried to report this story, Clinton campaign lawyer Mark Elias pushed back vigorously, saying, you or your source are wrong, Vogel tweeted, referring to Clinton campaign lawyer Mark Elias. And the Haberman uh, tweet is getting a lot of pushback including from, like, readers of the New York Times and, and, and uh, that are just horrified that somebody who works for the New York Times would say this. I have it in front of me. Maggie Haberman. Folks involved in funding this lied about it, and with sanctimony, for a year. From the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen. Right. And then she links to a Washington Post story, which is interesting. Clinton campaign, DNC paid for research that led to Russian uh, document, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you would, you, if you've got sources... And your sources are calling you up and saying, look, I got something for you here. And then you find out they were just flat out lying to your face like you're a chump. You're right. just a tool for them to use to get what they want. It would piss you off. I don't care sure. if they're your friends. Sure. I don't care how much you believe in their politics. It would piss you off. So I want everybody to picture the look on a person's face right before they throw up. Okay? Can you picture that? Maybe it's a kid. Maybe it's an adult. They're just about to upchuck that look on their face. Now I'm going to tell you. I think it was Brett Baer's show last night on Fox News. It was one of the news shows. It might, well, it doesn't matter. They asked the current head of the DNC, did you know anything about the funding of this uh, dossier and, and, and Christopher Steele and the rest of it? And he had the pukey look and said, no, I didn't know anything about it. And then they asked Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who was the previous head of the DNC, what did you know about this? And she got the pukey look on her face and said, I didn't know anything about anything. And and scurried away like a rat into the bowels of the Capitol. Well, and Hillary's former spokesman, when, when asked, did Hillary know about this? Did Hillary know that her people were funding this? He said, I don't know. He didn't say no. He said, I don't know, which right. is a 100% yes. Right. It's a 100% yes she knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Hillary herself knew about it. That's that's wild. And they were all lying about it and walking around talking to the, this, this colluding with Russia and how dangerous it is. They're our number one adversary. Who could work with a foreign entity in a campaign? It's un-American. It's just all along, and they all knew this. That's, that, that, that shouldn't make you, like, mad at the Democrats. That should just show you where we are. Sure. This should make you more cynical about all these people. Stop putting your hopes and dreams in politicians. What Hillary's uh, spokeshole said about about the significance of all of this is hilarious. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Also, the president's 
rather delighted reactions to the recent headlines. Those are good. And uh, speaking of vomiting, we got a morning TV show where somebody vomited on the air, and it's pretty good. Oh, no. It's pretty good. That's not good. Oh, it's good. Nobody wants that. I want it. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It really sick to my stomach, and actually, I threw up yesterday. When I was six years old, I broke my leg. I was running from my brother and his friends. And tasted the sweet perfume of the mountain grass I rolled down. Everyone is colluding with Russia except Trump. Basically, you've you've got the Podesta group, you've got the the Hillary campaign, you've got the DNC, you've got the FBI, you've got Christopher Steele, who who you credit as an ex-MI6 agent. He's not uh, just any old ex-MI6 agent. He's the head of the Russia desk at MI6, which is a pretty big deal. And you you were talking about campaign finance laws uh, preventing you uh, paying foreign nationals uh, for federal election campaigns. Whatever the scope of those laws, the core people they were designed to prevent getting a hand in American elections were elite high-level espionage agents from foreign powers. So we have have a completely, uh, and, and by the way, not just the Hillary campaign, but as you said earlier, Hillary herself. Hillary, who has been touring the world. She's been at obscure little literary festivals on the Welsh border just a week or two ago, <laughs> complaining, that the, complaining that the Russians colluded with Trump to steal the election away with her, and she's colluding with the Russians uh, to issue this dossier against Trump. It's something. It's going to be fun to watch where this all goes. I will tell you this. In the spirit of fairness, which is the spirit that pervades the Armstrong and Getty show. The spirit of fairness. Hillary's current spokeshole, Brian Fallon, who's just worthless. Uh, He will say anything. (laughs) He's a congenital liar. Pretty much what politician spokespeople do. That's correct. They'll say anything. That's right there on the resume. I'm willing to say anything. Uh, His current spin is, having been caught in various lies about this, what's really important is what is in the dossier. And listen, I will grant him that. If he broke campaign laws and, and, and the laws of God and man and a bunch of people go to jail and it shows Donald J. Trump has a sexual relationship with Vladimir Putin and is doing his bidding to the best of his abilities on a daily basis. Well, I think the American people probably ought to know that. That is important. I have a feeling that is not true. But we'll find out, and I think old man Mueller will find out. So is Hillary Clinton now Putin's sea holster, or are you allowed to say that sort of thing? No! No! That's right. Whose joke was that? That was uh, Colbert. Yes. Stephen Colbert called Trump... Putin's sea holster. You know what? Where is I... it? Hillary now? Colbert? Thanks what? for bringing that up, Jack. You know I don't have enough current gripes. Thanks for bringing up that old one. Well, how about if it started with Jeb or or Marco, whoever it started with? Little Marco, Bing um, Bing, Bang Bang. On the Republican bong. side, who was going to the Russians to try to get dirt on Trump? Uh, who knows? Marco was going to the Russians to try to get a bottle of water. I've never <laughs> seen a guy who's so thirsty. <laughs> bing Bang, Bong Bong. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I would hope that everybody would get from these things, I think I'm there. 
I have a particular uh, preference for a style of government, but in terms of the individuals or the parties, you've got to hold them at arm's length and assume, you know, all of them you want to keep your hand on your wallet when you're talking to them. Right. And keep an eye on your watch. All of them. Because they're, they're in an ugly business and willing to do ugly things. You just, and mostly you, self-serving. Yep. Come on now. That's why the big excited rallies are usually young people. Because the more you, you know, the more experience you get, the more you understand, oh, they're just, I've heard that line before. Right, right. Anyway, Trump said some uh, pretty, uh, pretty exciting things yesterday. They were just very, they were very great, very great Trump like uh, episodes. He's there on the lawn and doing <laughs> one of his, I think I'll just take questions for a while things, which I think is awesome. Yeah. So the most transparent president in, in recent history. He's getting criticized by some for, I think it's awesome. I think all political figures should have to do this. All the time. Amen. Just take question after question after question. Anyway, here he is. Even before the campaign, I mean, he came out with his horrible book, and I said, who is this guy? The first time I saw him in television, I said, I assume he's a Democrat. Should you be more civil as a leader of this country? Well, I think the press makes me more uncivil than I am. You know, people don't understand. I went to an Ivy League college. Uh, I was a nice student. I did very well. Uh, I'm a very intelligent person. Who do you know? Who do you know who would ever say that? Stop bragging and promoting for five minutes. Do you know a single person in your life, because I don't know, who would ever say that out loud? No. Nope. (laughs) He was referring to Jeff Flake in the beginning of that clip, by the way, and uh, I heard for the first time the term Morning Joe Republicans. Oh. To describe Jeff Flake and uh, Bob Corker, who are constantly on Morning Joe, consorting with Mika uh, and he's Jose a, and the rest of he's them. He's a my girlfriend's Hodakin, is what he is, and his brain is just mush <laughs> because of it. Who? Who? Scarborough? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He just he can't think straight. He's got Mika's, Colin Kaepernick's problem. He's fallen under the sway of a hot, hot woman. Mika's got the long legs, and he just can't think straight. <laughs> right. And uh, here's another great Trump quote. I was really nice to her. I respect her. I respect her family. I certainly respect LaDavid, uh, he, who I, by the way, called LaDavid right from the beginning. Just so you understand, they put a chart in front. LaDavid says LaDavid Johnson. So I called right from the beginning. There's no hesitation. One of the great memories of all time. There was no hesitation. I think she's a fantastic woman. I was extremely nice to her, extremely respectful. Trying to clear up the phone call that I wish none of us were talking about. But when he said, I have one of the greatest memories of all time, the key to this is he pointed to his head. <laughs> Which was awesome. <laughs> it just defies belief. See, I, that was good. I, I have no problem with that since it's been such a story and he's been beaten up. Right. To say, I use the name. I use the name regularly. She's very nice. We had a great phone call. I don't mind him doing that. And and you know what? Honestly, the, it, I've got a great memory and pointing to your brain is kind of funny. It, it makes it... It, it, him saying, look, they put a chart in front of me with right. the guy's name and everything. It, it kind of takes away from the idea yeah, of, right. I, I thought about this guy, I called, I wanted to share with it. I'd looked into his record, and LaDavid was a great American. Blah, blah. Okay, so it wasn't that. On the other hand, it really does make it seem extremely unlikely that as the nut job congresswoman claimed, he couldn't even remember his name. Well, he had a, a chart in front of him. I'll bet he could remember it because he was reading it. So what happened, really? Which is what I'm sure every president has done because you don't all of a sudden get to know these people after they die. 
all these soldiers that uh, get killed in action. I mean, it's 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 not unfair to say I'm sure that Obama, Bush, all these presidents, they have a name put in front of them before they call. Sure, in a brief, you know, biography, et cetera, the name of the wife and the kids or whatever, of course. Yeah. Uh Got one of the great memories of all time. Another thing I've, you know, just an interesting thing to say. <laughs> you know, we got time. It's only 19 seconds long. I just need it. I mentioned it. He wants it. He needs it. Morning television going wrong. Here we go. Oh, here's the good thing. There's only 10 calories. Oh, Natalie's losing her breath. Oh, oh, Natalie threw up. Oh, ooh, this is going very poorly, folks. Clean up aisle. Someone get her help, please. She needs help seriously. You're a doctor. Get down here. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll get Natalie together. Wow. Wow, nice noise. Wow, is this a frat party? If, I, if, if I'm at a big college Hold party, back. somebody throws up, I expect all my buddies to go, whoa, and make jokes. Right. But like grown-ups on morning TV, right. nobody's concerned that she's Clean sick. Up on aisle three. <laughs> right. Oh, Natalie, what's the deal? They were apparently eating some sort of very spicy tortilla chip of some sort, and it just didn't, it didn't agree with her. And they start mocking her. Yeah. Whoa, oh, Natalie! Here's the good thing. There's only ten calories. Oh, Natalie's losing her breath. Oh, oh, Natalie threw up. Oh, this is going very poorly, folks. Clean up aisle. Someone get her help, please. She needs help seriously. You're a doctor. Get down here. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll get Natalie together. God, Maybe Natalie terrible. can get her act together. Yeah. Natalie. Could puke it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, you got to love morning television. I remember and... the first time I drank too, Natalie. Exactly. <laughs> and I love morning radio. What is coming up in our news, Ryan Harris? Yeah, we'll have the latest on the Harvey Weinstein scandal, including another Gloria Allred news conference. Fireworks factory explosion blows a giant hole in the building. And we'll tell you which states are the most sexually diseased. <sighs> Handy. Got to be Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be right up there. I'm thinking California does pretty yeah, well. Yeah. So we'll see. All Pensyphilisvania. Com- <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Fox on Fox violence in the news with uh, Megyn Kelly, former Fox anchor. Former Fox Fox. Basically saying O'Reilly is a bad person on her show yesterday. Mm. A former Fox contributor, Kristen Powers, confirming a story that's not very good about Bill O'Reilly and the and the culture at Fox News, which I think is why she left. So maybe we'll get to that later. That's interesting. I just... Again, I didn't know that could happen in the modern world. Well, and you got uh, old uh, Halberman. Not Halberman. 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 Uh, I got him confused with Maggie Haberman. Halberman Halperin uh, of ABC and, and now NBC News admitting to inappropriate uh, nastiness with all sorts of women when he was running ABC News. He's interesting. He's such a smart guy, and he seems so together. Very reserved. O'Reilly yeah. is a very, I'm the I'm the smartest, most powerful person in this room all the time, no matter sure. who he's talking Flamboyantly to. Flamboyantly alpha male. It's not shocking that he'd be that kind of guy. It's pretty shocking with Mark Halpern that he's that kind of guy. Yeah. But you never know. Uh, let's get the news now with Ryan Harris. 
All right, good morning. The latest woman to accuse Harvey Weinstein of sexual assault is actress Natasha Malta, who was in 2012's This Means War with Chris Pine in the film Lake Placid in 1999. In a news conference with lawyer Gloria Allred, Malta says Weinstein's assaults began after the 2008 BAFTAs, the British Film Awards, when she claims Weinstein barged into her hotel room. I remember telling him that I do not do the casting couch. This was after he had taken out his and was in front of me. I was sitting on the bed talking to Harvey when he pushed me back and forced himself onto me. I was completely grossed out. I laid still and closed my eyes and just wanted it to end. I played dead. There are now more than five dozen women with rape and sexual assault claims against Weinstein, which have police in three cities investigating. It's all oogie, but the verbally pressing you to watch uh, him take a shower is one thing. It's all oogie. I, I mean, I hate the guy. But he's full, he's a full-on rapist, it would appear. So it would seem, yeah. yeah. Uh, we need to get at some point, man, we have so much stuff to get to today, Corey Feldman's campaign to expose the pedophiles of Hollywood. Oh, you Ryan has some of that? Great, we have a lot more of it to come, but go ahead. Yeah, in fact, it's not just uh, starlets, according to Corey Feldman, the former child star who says he's being targeted for death because he's trying to expose a Hollywood pedophile ring. He claims he can name multiple powerful Hollywood executives who've been involved in pedophilia. Feldman released a video Wednesday saying he is starting an Indiegogo campaign to make a documentary about his claims of sexual abuse in the industry. Right off the bat, I can name six names, one of them who is still very powerful today, and a, a story that links all the way up to a studio. It connects pedophilia to one of the major studios. He says two trucks tried to run him over after he announced his plans on social media. Feldman's Whoa. campaign has earned over $30,000 so yeah, far. That's what I want to get into. Um, it's complicated. Corey He's, is complicated. He He's says, had a complicated life. Well, he was molested as a child. Repeatedly. Yeah, in in Hollywood. And his best friend was raped until he killed himself. And we think we know who he's talking about because we've heard from uh, multiple sources uh, who the powerful person is. And at what point does that name come out? I don't want to say it because I don't want to get sued by the guy. Right, right. Um, at what point we'll we'll that... get into that story. Okay. Yeah. Indonesian police say the death toll from an inferno at a fireworks factory outside Jakarta has risen to 47. Happened next to a residential area in the city of Tangerang. That's just on the outskirts of Jakarta. If you took a look at pictures of this thing, it's unbelievable. The entire middle of the factory is just blown away. There's now speculation. An electrical fire set off those explosions. The fire and factory, fireworks factories, of course, uh, do not mix. Now, if the criteria for where you choose to take your vacation or not to take it includes the prevalence of sexually transmitted diseases, you'll yeah. want to look at the latest list from backgroundchecks.org. I'm listening. And maybe stay on the <laughs> ship when you take that inside passage tour because Alaska is number one on the list. <laughs> what? Oh, I know, I know. Mississippi Ooh. is second, knocks Louisiana into third. The report says in all the top ten states, there's a big rise in gonorrhea and a growing number of cases of brace yourself. Super gonorrhea, which is an antibiotic-resistant strain le- of the disease. My least favorite superhero. <laughs> yeah, 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 Marvel tried to make a movie with super gonorrhea. Nobody went. <laughs> don't think it. Yeah, don't think it wears a cape. Now there's, you might. There's also... a huge explosion of that in California too. Yeah. Oh yeah. The well, super gonorrhea. So if you get yeah. that, the the drugs don't work. Well, you got to go up several uh, levels of antibiotic to the stuff that they keep in the cabinet in the back, not the common stuff. Oh boy, you don't want to get the super Jeeves <laughs> from some. Uh, no, no. Trollop man or woman. No, you do not. Now, you might also want to make that left turn at Albuquerque and then drive really, really fast because New Mexico is number five on the list, California 17, Arizona 19, Nevada 20, Oregon 35. 
The top five. We least... broadcast in most of these states. That's why I listed them. Coincidence? <laughs> Coincidence? Yeah, that's why I listed them. <laughs> Not an accident. Top five least diseased, Utah. And then going upward, Maine, West Virginia, New Hampshire, and jumping three spots to number one, call Casey Kasem. Vermont, and that's your news. Vermont? Yes, Vermont. They're too uh, hopped up on opioids. They're dying too fast to get gonorrhea. Hmm. Please clap. <laughs> wow. Please, okay. please, the clap. Wow. Oh, I get it. Right. Now All I get right. it. And wow. with that, that's your news. I'm Ryan Harris on the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Yeah, leave the room before your career is tainted, Ryan. I remember a girl in high school that she'd walk by and everybody do that. Oh, no. It was no. just it was slut-shaming. That's not oh, no, nice. it's not cool. It's no, not cool. It's totally not nice not and cool. almost certainly not true. Yeah, that's but that disgusting. was a common I'm thing. Sorry you brought that up. That was pre-social media. Let's get back to the, uh, the gonorrhea in beautiful Alaska. It's shocking. Go to Vermont. Little syrup. A little uh, a little leaves changing this time of year. Exactly. And super gonorrhea. No, they got none up there. That was number one. Oh, okay, gotcha. The yeah, least. Listen to you. All right, you went at Vermont. <laughs> When they're d- d- uh, we ain't no gonorrhea here. <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't we don't permit it. Uh, yeah, we don't have the slots here. Uh, yeah, no sir, not welcome here. Men or women? No. Yes. Men or women? That of course. Exactly. We wrap it up around here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we use a lobster tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Lobster tail condoms here. <laughs> Locally sourced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put a jacket on that lighthouse if you hear me. <laughs> Awesome. So and we are now we? out of Vermont cliches. <laughs> I believe we are. Oh, boy. Moving along. Uh, yeah. Let's so see. Where were we? Super gonorrhea. Corey Mem- Feldman. Oh, probably ought to get to that. Yeah, Corey Feldman thing's interesting. And remember that blonde chick that was found alongside the road? She was abducted, all that stuff. New wrinkles in that story. Is every woman a chick in your world? Every dude's, every guy's a dude, and every woman's a chick. Is that bad? Yes, yes, it is. Mm. It is. It really is. I find it. It's offensive. not like I'm saying chicks and gentlemen. <laughs> chicks and dudes. Still offensive. Stay tuned <laughs> to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Housing Secretary Ben Carson said today that rebuilding Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria could take anywhere between one and 100 years. And that's just the kind of precision you expect from a brain surgeon. It'll take between one and 100 years. Thanks for the help. Thanks for the heads up. I'll plan accordingly. It's like geologists say about the big one striking the Bay Area. Could be in 10 minutes or in 10,000 years. Yeah. Plan accordingly. Um, if your house gets a cold, do you prefer everybody to get it at once or for it to go one by one by one by one? So at least one person has a cold in your house for like six weeks. It's all about me, really. It's just a question of when I have it. That's the only thing I care about. Mm. Oh, that's an interesting question. Because often kids, we've often all had it at once, which kind of sucks, but then it's over. We've been doing the one by one lately, so there's always at least one person sick. It's just a drag. Well, I remember, um, you know, in parenting, when we had our third kid, the the truth of the old saying became utterly clear that you go from playing man-to-man defense to zone when you have two parents and three kids, um, and, and it's more difficult. 
Uh, or you, you get one of those wacky new relationships with an extra mom or dad. <laughs> sure, that's an option. Uh, so in your situation, you're talking about, yeah, you got two receivers and two defensive backs, essentially. So both are totally in a, So if the quarterback scrambles, their backs are turned. So, or do you have one receiver? Yeah, better to have them go one at a time. I remain more or less untouched, or at least I'm pretending. Why? Why? I don't know why. Strength of character. I've been washing my hands like crazy, hoping not to touch anything, turning my head when they cough in my face, or I'm lucky. I don't Superior know Superior attitude? Yeah, a very good attitude. That's what yeah. you usually go with. Yep. Um, uh, boy, we got a number of these sex stories. We're not going to do them all in one day, but uh, there's some new O'Reilly stuff that's really interesting from, from some very credible sources. There's some new Harvey Weinstein stuff. More about uh, that Lisa Bloom character. Is is that Gloria Allred's daughter? Yes. Yeah. And she is a reprehensible she human is being. In, is she in As f- is her mother, who has cloven hooves. But this Lisa Bloom, in theory, is supposed to be a woman's rights advocate. Oh, and please. she was working hard to destroy these women who came forward to save Harvey Weinstein's bacon until right. it was clear his bacon was beyond saving. Right. Just a terrible, awful human being. So we got all those. And the Corey Feldman thing from the child perspective. Yeah. Um, Hooray for Rapey Wood. No one is safe in Rapey Wood. So the president declared the opioid crisis a national emergency or something like that. So that allows a whole bunch of money to flow. Yeah, essentially. It's better than like, it's a bigger deal than like it's National Blueberry Day, right? (laughs) Yes. Got some meaning to it. (laughs) For instance, yes. Yes, it is. It's significant. Okay. In ways that I cannot name exactly. So we're starting to take that seriously. Glad to hear that. You've been mentioning this uh, for a week or so, but so that new leader of China, he's yeah. not the new leader, he's the same leader. Yeah, he's he, uh, second, uh, starting his second five-year term. And it looks like uh, they believe he's going to break tradition and rule beyond his second term, so he might be the leader until he dies of old age. I think he's going to be one of those. Yeah. L- similar to Putin. Well, they are commies. So, yeah, yeah, it would not be unprecedented. It would not be surprising at all if... They made some pronouncement, changed the Constitution. They changed the Constitution like, you know, you and I changed socks over there. It's because the Communist Party is the only party, so they do whatever they want. So, yeah, he'll probably rule for life. He's amassed more power and support. Uh, so he's the most powerful guy, as you mentioned the other day, since Mao. And uh, he's going to stay in office. And I was watching a roundtable of experts on Charlie Rose last night who said he's he is far from wanting to, like, loosen up, get get further away from communism and toward, you know, capitalism. Oh, no. He's going the other direction, and his goal is not to be an equal with the United States. His his goal is to be the sole superpower in the world. Mm-hmm. That is his entire goal for the nation. With very so, tight control exercised by the Communist Party. So yeah. watch out. Yeah. It's the Thucydides trap. When you have a rising power and an existing power, they almost always go to war. Well, having this guy in charge in China... It makes it a hell of a lot more likely, I think, since his goal is to, you know, surpass us and remove us as the power. So, and that's not good news. Everybody thought, it, like Russia, for a while, everybody thought things were going the other way. Oh, they're loosening up. They're coming more our way. We that's could be fantastic. buddies. There will be no need for giant armies or militaries or navies. This is going to be wonderful. The peace dividend. And in both cases, it lasted a couple years and then, and yeah, not so much. Um,. Man, I liked that World Series game last night. That was so good. I just wish well, the Dodgers... I made clear, I didn't like it at all. You get a runner on with a walk, and then you bunt him over. Then you steal third, then you bunt him in. Or you pull the old Statue of Liberty play. 
How do you not run, like run the, sport. How do you not like the the little person they got there in the infield for the oh, for the Houston Jose Astros? Altuve, five foot six. He claims. I don't he's, think he is. He's a little feller, but he knocked one out of the park. Oh yeah, he's a he's an energetic little elf. Punch sized powerhouse. Oh that yeah, guy. he yeah. stood tall last night, Jack. Pretty cool. And they used all their elf. pitchers. The Dodgers used all their pitchers. So I was hoping it'd go another inning because I love it when you get down to the. Oh, the pitching coach is in, or, you know, he's 65 years old, or... Jones, the center fielder, pitched in college, yeah. and he comes in. Yeah, they were almost there. He's got to talk to the catcher, you know, I used to throw a curveball, I guess two fingers will be the curveball, and they have to work all that stuff out. In yeah. a World Serious game, can you believe it? Used all their pitchers, yeah. yeah. That's something. The Kardashians just inked a $150 million TV deal. I'm going to go throw up. If you want to know where we are in terms of entertainment, well, for, I, for another five years of keeping up with the Kardashians, $150 million. You can throw up like that poor gal on the morning TV that I demand I hear again before the show is over. <laughs> or, more appropriately, you can just weep for humanity. I know, I know. People weep. make those jokes. I've watched the Kardashians because my wife watched it now and then, and... Uh, it's as good as any other sitcom you've ever watched in your life. It's the same sort of thing. It's right. just, you know, whatever. It's no better or worse. But the people use their real names. Yeah, but it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. $150 million, though, and they were already ungodly rich. If crap sells, sell crap. She's a genius, that mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And how Not smart enough to realize her uh, husband was a gal. Ross, how about, the, how about that guy? Juice. Old man Kardashian. Oh. Juice. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.